Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you are choosing to use. And of course, we are live on YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, YouTube people. Hello, YouTubers. Hello, Poison Pals. Hello, wrestling friends. Friends. It's Sunday. Hit hit that subscribe on the YouTube, in the podcast app, whatever it is you're using. Hit that like. It goes a long way. Hello. It is Sunday, February 18th. It's the Frogs Day. We're here to chat about everything going on. We're hanging out on a Sunday. We got no football. No football anymore. It's over. Yeah. It's just what? Cars today? Oh, right. Yeah. Cars. Who's watching that? I mean, The Rock is going to be there. The Rock's a busy boy right now. He's going to be driving with the flag. Yeah. His vest. (laughs) You better be wearing the vest. vest. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to chat about The Rock. It's probably what we got. It it feels like a quiet week, but there really is no quiet weeks in 2024 in the world of wrestling. just seems that way. Every day there's like something. Is this the quietest week so far? The quietest week, and The Rock like has one of the biggest like segments. Yeah, I mean, we've got a, a huge segment to talk about, <laughs> of course, but like everything else, like the, uh, you know, it's been a little quieter on yeah. the like the Vince Titangate scandal sure, front yeah. this week. Like, still stuff still coming out, but um, AEW kind of was good, but like not the most newsworthy week. Right? Um, are we going to talk about Scott Demore today? We'll find out. Maybe. <laughs> if there's time. We'll see how long we go on the rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll just never talk about yeah. that. Just keep pushing it back. Yeah. It's like Matt Talk Dave. about it next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's Sunday. There is some stuff to, to talk about. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm pretty tired. Yeah. yeah I worked last night. It was a pretty late shift. My, uh, my body's hurting. Right. I went on a long walk yesterday, which I usually do, but we had, like, flurries of snow. So it means I'm wearing the Tims yeah. and it's not quite the support. Like it's weird, right? Like just how, how much shoes can like help everything. You get like, more I'm, of a workout. I'm hurting from the back, in the back right. from wearing like the wrong shoes for a long walk. It's crazy. Yeah. You I'm get just a old. Yeah. yeah. But so I'm tired. Uh, I'm old. I'm tired. I'm old. I'm tired. <laughs> Working with children. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Nice, yeah. I'm nice. excited. I'm I'm getting excited for Mania for sure. Like I'm really like feeling it. Like I'm like enjoying watching. Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying like watching WWE. Like this is this run like works quiet, so I'm not working quite as much. So right. I'm actually watching the main roster shows more than I normally would without like skipping through them and it's a fun time to do it because you know you're you're like eyeing up what the card's going to be for mania and obviously with us going we're a bit more invested in what we're going to be seeing and yeah so I've been quite enjoying it yeah uh on the on the road to wrestlemania it feels like a good one a good like kick in the in the gut like this to start things off having the rock and it brings in so much like other people Mm. and other wrestling i know it's like they could have easily went for that match with the rock and roman Mm. which clearly they're going to be doing next next year you would think so like if if dates work out like maybe we end up seeing it at a a summer slam or a saudi or whatever but ideally this is the this is the year build this is kind of what you did with you know Cena, Miz, Rock, special guest, like, yeah. host, and then setting up a year-long build, build for Rock, Cena. Like, it makes so much more sense this way. And 
getting we've had the the novelty nostalgia babyface rock a lot so getting this version is like it's way more exciting yeah yeah absolutely uh, letting us know, uh, letting you guys know, we will be going to Philly for WrestleMania. We will, uh, we won't be doing any events or anything, but we will be uh, busy going, gallivanting around, eating cheesesteaks and stuff. So let us know if you are in fact uh, visiting, and we'll, maybe we can uh, meet up and such. We we got some housekeeping mm-hmm. before we jump into some things. We are cooking up something for Money in the Bank months and months down the road when when there won't be snow on the ground outside. When it'll be July, summertime, maybe you're thinking about it. Guys, should I make the trip to the six again? Uh, I'm going to say now, um, if you're thinking of making the trip, come come down on the Friday because we have a whole day planned on Saturday. We are cooking some things up for July here in the six. Last year, we had the forbidden pour. Who knows what we will have this time? You know we like to party and you know we like to challenge ourselves and up ourselves so this this time around it could it's going to be some fun stuff so if you're thinking about it yes come in early in july Mm -hmm. for money in the bank if you're thinking about it or uh maybe you're going to be attending aew dynamite in about a month or so it's march 20th a wednesday night here at rico coliseum the coca-cola coliseum here in toronto and uh, a first little uh i guess Announcement. Yeah, we can announce it. It's not it's not online yet, but you heard it here first. We will be doing a sneaky D's after party right after Dynamite. Come hang out, just like we've done before. Upstairs at Sneaky D's. We're gonna be having the wrestling karaoke pumping March yes. 20th, right after Dynamite. Take that streetcar down, come on over, and we will be singing right after Dynamite. We're gonna have the wrestling themed drinks, some wrestling karaoke, just as we've done before. So the party never stops. Yeah, kitchen's open late there, so you can you can pop upstairs, downstairs, get some food, uh, eat some wings, eat some nachos, sing some songs. Hell yeah. Uh, it was so much fun when we did it last time. Sneaky D's is such a great venue. And yeah, we'll be doing it all over again. Easy to just hop on the streetcar and head north to Sneaky D's. Yeah, so uh, follow this space if you are someone who's going to that dynamite or you're thinking about it, definitely come by. I know it's a Wednesday night, so some people uh, don't want to party too hard on a Wednesday school night. But come come hang out, and we will be there at Sneaks right after Dynamite, partying, singing some songs, and I'm sure the chops will come out. We didn't do cho- We haven't done oh, chops I in a while. done chops for a while. I hope Big Tom's been practicing. I I'm don't pretty think sure last time he... <laughs> chop me he blew out his shoulder Isn't that, that's how i remember it <laughs> yeah yeah so the chops return of the chops yeah coming to the dynamite after party march 20th in toronto stay tuned for details to come but yeah that's about a month or so away so uh looking forward to that uh what else do we got cook i feel like we got some other things going on what do we got we got uh so we got some live things that we've been planning and in preparation for money in the bank being one of them i know it's a long time away but we're we're thinking I ahead. will say, though, yeah, start planning now because accommodation isn't cheap in yeah. Toronto. And, uh, yeah, the, the idea is to – WWE are doing a weekend of stuff in the city. We'd love to do similar kind of thing, like multiple opportunities to hang out with our listeners, our friends. Uh, the weather should be really nice then. So it's it's actually a really beautiful time to come to Toronto. You can explore, head to the island. Weather should be beautiful. 
uh, yeah, should be should be good. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a great weekend, and we've just been uh, secretly plotting and scheming for some fun things, and uh, can't wait can't wait to to let you guys know eventually one day of what we are are planning. So yeah, uh, tons of stuff that we like to do these live events uh, going forward. I know we're 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 not doing a watch party for Elimination Chamber because it's at like five it's in the five morning. In the morning, so yeah. that's a little <laughs> yeah, that's a little uh, uh, tough to do there. But uh, we will talk about it. Next well, also, week. yeah, uh, time to to be determined next week with it being five a.m. with us working yeah. nights. Like, uh, might push it back a little bit just to make sure we we fit everything in. Yeah, so probably going. Although live. there is about an hour's worth of commercials on this show, so we can Skim get through, through it pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, the card doesn't necessarily do it too much for me. We'll go into, we'll go through yeah. a preview uh, later. But yeah, so maybe next Sunday at like 3 p.m. or something, we'll we'll probably go live. Uh, we will be going live this Tuesday, though, on the Post Wrestling feed right after NXT with a new Up Next. So definitely tune into that as we uh, chat about a tape show, some injuries coming out of that tape uh, report. Dish, yeah, but, Shotzi uh, uh, blowing out her knee, apparently. Yeah. So uh yeah, I'd be interested to see like how they present that. They haven't actually in in recent time they haven't shied away from showing injuries that have happened. Yeah. So uh, I wonder if it's well, edged I, out or not. I told you about women of wrestling last week where there was an injury and they like kept playing it like they made it into an angle. Right. Essentially, it took a real injury and then like turned it into an angle. A week removed. They they showed it like five more times, and then they had the girl come out in a neck brace, basically like, yeah, I got really injured. I think it's how you should do it. Like when you when you're doing improv, you're always told there's there's no mistakes, right? And yeah. like you just yes and you go with whatever you're given. I remember when at drama school, um, like one of our teachers would always say, like, say you had a a cold or you just broke your arm or whatever, and you're like, oh no, they just go, okay, your your character has a broken arm, right. like it's okay. And obviously plans change, but there is a very, as we'll get into with, with the whole rock situation, there's a very kind of improv feel with wrestling scripting and everything sure. where you're always given injuries and stuff and how you use it, you should try to use it for the benefit. And if it's, if it's creating a story out of this, like how many times have we seen in wrestling, you know, someone gets injured and then it's a great triumphant return at the rumble or whatever. And it, it, in a way, makes their character even more compelling. So definitely, like, uh, what is it? Every cloud kind of thing. You can make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Or yeah. Lemons out of lemonade. What are, I don't know what the... Well, know, well, I hope Ariel Sky from WoW returns soon, because I am a big fan. So Is she following us? I know Goldie Collins is a Goldie Collins is a huge us. fan of us, yeah. yeah. She was not on the, on the show this uh. week. However... However, while we're on the subject of women of wrestling, they've actually been putting on some some great stuff lately. Uh, I don't want to say spoilers, but it aired last night, so I'll say it. Mm. We have new tag team champions, what? Miami Sweet Heat, three time now ah. champions, and and those two are characters that I've like now over time, like oh my god, I actually love watching these characters on wow so i've got to look up miami sweet yeah Heat. nate milton's favorite are they <laughs> yeah all right he, he referenced them on a show we had recently when i that's what tipped me off that i knew he was a deep wower because he mentioned that is he, that what they're i don't know Did I, I don't know if i just started that but yeah uh yeah so we are actually going to be recording uh for, to release later in the month a show with nate coming up where we're doing best match ever sting is this just going to become a women of wrestling show no instead? do i can I go and walk about, no, get a no, coffee no. and stuff, and come back? No, we need to keep it Sting related because okay. it's a tribute to Sting, man. Yeah, the artist. 
So we'd love to hear all your... Uh, I know Nate's put together some matches. We'll be looking through cage match to put on some matches. It's a long career to go through. To, yeah. To do justice in one, like, 90-minute show. Uh, but, yeah, give us all your favorite Sting matches. Please. Yeah, we're actually... Uh, to pull the curtain back, we're recording this Wednesday night just because of timing and everything. So... By Wednesday night, please get your feedback in. I might post a feedback thread up on the Facebook and the Patreon later today. But yeah, we want to try to look at Sting from, obviously, WCW. Uh, I'd like to throw in some TNA. I know Nate has requested a few matches from there. Uh, Fuck, even WWE, you could talk about his, what, one, two matches there where he both lost. Three matches. He Uh, won a tag with Cena, Oh, he won a tag. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Or I think it was a singles that turned in. Was it Big Show? Yeah, it was was weird. Big Show and then it became a tag or something like that. And then, of course, AEW as well. So we will be looking at a whole, like, variety of his stuff. So any matches and moments of Sting's career, please give your feedback. So, question. Uh, Sting uh, has had two five-star matches. Um, but both were, I believe, like uh, war games. War games, matches. yeah, yeah. Could the tag match against the Bucks be a five star match? Ooh, yeah. I mean, he's had the. I'm thinking back to some of the stuff with Ric Flair. He's some of those point seven five. Yeah, some of those. Yeah, match. Yeah, some of those are pretty good. So I, I, I probably would say those are his like best matches. But. Uh, I'd like to talk about the match he had with the Bucks actually from Forbidden Door last year. Or two years, two ago. years ago, like that one was pretty fucking good. I, I'd I'd pick that as his AEW one or the weird street fight that's like was filmed, like wasn't a match, but yeah. it was like filmed. Like, you know, I actually really enjoyed the match we saw in Hamilton. Maybe it's because we were up where he ate shit yeah, in front of us. I, but I thought that was maybe like the most we've actually seen him in like a singles role because him and Jericho went we're fighting for quite yeah. a bit in that match but I did enjoy that yeah he's he's had some good matches but then like his TNA run as well like he's had some big big feuds and some big moments there so yeah we're going to chat we talked about-, about him versus Mick Foley didn't we have in we TNA yeah oh. it's a cage match oh okay it wasn't very good yeah uh, so best match ever Sting coming to the Patreon later this week slash early next week. We are recording it this week. So looking forward to chatting with TN Nate because mm-hmm. I'm sure he wants to talk about some TNA as well. But uh, love brother Nate. So can't wait to do that show. That's coming out on the Patreon. Hey, sign up to become a friend for only $5 because you, you'll you get that show. You'll also get our Elimination Chamber throwback review. You voted on the Facebook page, in the group, SummerSlam 2003. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. You guys fucking voted. You picked it. So we are chatting about the second ever Elimination Chamber. That's coming out later this week. It features Goldberg, Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Randy Orton. Am I missing anyone? Kevin Nash. Kevin Oh, it's always that damn Kevin Nash. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be chatting about that. Some retro chamber talk. Uh, what else happened on Well, that? we just released our... Poison Profile episode uh, covering the Nation of Domination. We're joined by B Detroit going through. This just was perfect timing with everything going on with yeah. the rock right now. Isn't it strange um, how that all worked out? I did recently listen to, uh, to just plug another show, uh, Grapple's uh, show covering the Hollywood rock. And actually right. kind of a nice companion piece. If you're in like the WrestleMania mood you're getting excited about the return of the rock like listen to our nation of domination review and then the hollywood rock episode because it kind of covering a lot of his career especially him in this heel role but it we're not just talking about the rock we're talking about 
Farouk and the origins of the Nation of Domination and, you know, first mentioned in USWA and how, uh, what their inspirations were and how the, the group kind of evolved over time and Crush. And Crush. And PG-13. Yeah. Never forget. Uh, this was a great show. Yeah, we decided to basically start doing these profile shows where we've kind of just, instead of focusing mainly on, not on just matches, but like promos and angles and stories on screen and off screen as well. Uh, so uh, we, you, you made a, a great list of all the stuff happening from like the beginning of the nation to like the very end. And then we kind of went in between of, of everything that went on. You, me, and B going through the history of the nation of domination. And yeah, with what happened on SmackDown with The Rock putting his guns up with yeah. with the the bloodline was eerily similar to something we had just yeah. talked about when the rock joins the I was going to say the bloodline but the nation. the nation so uh pretty great companion piece if you're looking to look back on some of the stuff that you may or may not knew from uh the nation of domination so go check that out and hey let us know what you think of these i know some of you out there are finally getting able to access the Iron Claw because it's mm. available on digital now. So hey, go watch the Iron Claw and see its its amazingness. But our first profile show from about a month ago, covering the Von Erics, also on our our Patreon, is a great piece to to go after watching that movie because we go in depth about that. So check out our our Poison profiles. Yeah, and always open to suggestions as well. We've been thinking about some things we can do down the line. Uh, I think like uh, you know, looking at other factions, looking at say. Uh, the Rise of the Shield or Halloween Time, looking at the Ministry of Darkness yeah. or I think other like big angles, the the whole invasion storyline in, in WWE in 2001 would be fun to look at. Uh, lots and lots of different things we could profile as well as doing our uh, best match ever show. So let us know. We're always open to the thoughts and suggestions. Yes, and like I said, five bucks gets you all these podcasts and everything else that we've done in that back catalog. I know it's the end of Sting's career, so we'll also be looking at The Crow coming yeah. out this month as well. So lots and lots of shows, five bucks. Support your small-time creators because uh, we're going to Mania and uh, I'm going to need beer money. So please... Support. We work hard James on this. Storm show. and Bobby Roode. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Best match ever, beer money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down the line. Uh, so, yeah, uh, check us out on Patreon. And hey, chop tease.com slash poison rana while you're at it. Loving all the people sending in all their hats, dad hats, yeah. shirts. Saucino got your new CM Punk printed the, shirt. The, like Chicago black. Yeah, and blue it one. looks yeah, sick. It looks I better nice. cop one myself. Uh, so, go check those things out too. Get your swag on for Mania time and uh, buy yourself a tea, a hoodie, whatever it is that makes you happy. And uh, yeah, we're, we're starting to talk. Like Mania is what six weeks away, something like that. Wow. Um, we got to start thinking about our fit for Mania Night One and Two. So uh, if you're thinking that as well, head over to chop-tees.com/slash-poison-rana. Yeah. And look fresh for for Mania. Yes. Whether you're in Eagle Stadium or just watching it at home. You've got to look good either way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, always. Uh, you've been on the hunt for The Rock's $500 mm-hmm. shirt or replicas of it somewhat. Yeah. So are you just going to – we're going to dress up as The Rock as, at WrestleMania? I think that would be good. All different versions of The Rock. You can have, wow. you know, Turtleneck, Fanny Pack, and Chain. Yeah, I'd like to be – I'd like to be Current Rock. You can do rock. Current Rock. The There's, best. you know, like Track Pants, Just Bring It, T, right. Rock. $500 rock, 
Moana. Maui rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get me a wig, I could Tooth put. fairy. Like. <laughs> yeah, all the different great rules. Uh, Hollywood rock. It's a good all, one, yeah. All, you're going to have about like six different people wearing that safari shirt. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's all he wore for like but six that, years. The sleeves rolled up and yeah. <laughs> you, you could not pick out what movie any of those shots are from when he's wearing that same shirt in like six different films, but yeah. Question. Bald rock or rock with hair? Which do you prefer? I mean, rock with rock with hair. If you listen to our, I always feel rock with hair is. But he does the ultimate rock. He does. Uh, he does wave the bald men flag proud. Like mm. he, he definitely. I feel like that's what that's what happened to him when finally he is, he had like admitted to himself like, well, my hair is going. I'm just gonna get double in size. I kind of think like it's. You, imagine rock like back in like 1998 or something like that. He looks so strange, bald, but yeah. he's like eaten that version of the no, rock. No, he like looks doubled. It, it he looks fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, for me, you grow up half. There's a lot of wrestlers that are bald. Austin being mm. a famous bald guy. Kurt Angle being like, oh, you actually you look better like that. Like mm. you look, but you look weird with hair. Is how I view Kurt Angle. I don't know. He always had like this little like patch of grass on his head. Yeah, that is like, huh? That's weird. Whereas, like, he looks normal to me. Like, there's something with, with wrestlers, though, that uh, I think you get away with styles that just wouldn't work in the real world. Sure, sure. Like, I think Sean, even though Sean Michaels was like balding and thinning out, I still would take as a wrestler yeah. Sean Michaels with long hair over shaved head Sean. Right. It's just weird to me. But then, like, if I didn't know the dude and. Shawn Michaels with hair to walk in my bar, I'd be thinking, man, what are you doing? Yeah. What, what is that, that look? You've got to shave that off. But as a wrestler... Yeah, like, you're on TV. As a wrestler, it kind of works. Yeah, and for The Rock, like, he's giant. Yeah. He's, like, he's massive. So being... But you don't even recognize his big old dome head there, really. But I... He's... he's you know, back in the day, bald guys had Bruce Willis. Yeah. Now we got The Rock. They're the ones waving the flag. I'm trying to think who other famous bald people right now, but Chris Leone brings a good point. I think Triple H just looks elite with hair and bald. Like he's yes. he pulls off both. Looks yes, he does. Sure. I got to give him the. I credit mean, he there. needs the beard with the with the shaved head, but yeah, um, that's the thing. Like I shaved my head, but if I were and I th- I think I I think I look better with a shaved head than I do mm. like with hair because I also have a beard. But if I were to one day shave my beard and shave my head, I think I would look weird. I think I'd look like a penis. I, I wouldn't work with a shaved head at all. No. Yeah. But like you, you could grow, you've grown a beard. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you, you'd be able to make it work. That's when people go bald, they're like, well, I could grow hair on my face. So then you weird that, isn't it? It's God was just, you know, pulling these jokes on us. Like, ah, oh, put hair there, put some on your ass, but on your head where everyone sees, nah, you don't need it. Andrew McDonald says Nick Jackson has the Shawn Michaels hair now and he would look weird bald. I agree. Yeah, he's he's definitely someone I noticed because you watch for over the years. He's he's definitely he's looking like Shawn. Yeah, yeah. Bald. He 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 puts his hat on to cover the spot on Dynamite this, yeah. this week. I know while we're on the subject, I'm not trying to out wrestlers in their their hairlines because, again, I don't have one. But I know it was a big thing of online people going after MJF's hairline being like, he's going to lose his hair and he'll look he would look Strange bald. Yes. But like, some people are just born with receding hairline. Yeah, like of course. That kind of hairline anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can tell there's not much 
news this we're week when we're just talking wrestlers. about wrestlers' hair. Best bald wrestlers. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a look though. Like certain like Austin. poison profile bald. <laughs> it would be Austin is like the goat of. Bald. I mean, best match ever, hair versus hair would be pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, you know what my call would be. Yeah, your favorite match ever is Kurt versus Edge. Hair versus yeah, Edge. It's fantastic. fantastic Five star match. classic. Uh, I'm sure there's some other good hair versus hair matches out there. Yeah. I, I want to Molly, see... Molly, Holly, Victoria? Wasn't that? Vic, Vic, yeah, yeah, WrestleMania 20. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Donald Trump, Vince McMahon? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Never forget. Yeah. And... Uh, I think everyone's trying to now. Yeah. Everyone's what? Trying to forget. About that match? <laughs> well, just anything, Vince, right? Yeah. And Trump at that, yeah. Uh, well, it's okay, because now Trump may not have shaved his head at WrestleMania 23, but all these years later, he's selling... His own Cody Rhodes sneakers. <laughs> you know, I saw them and I, like I said five minutes ago that we're, we're working on our WrestleMania fits and we've got two nights and I've been thinking uh, The Rock night one, Cody night two, trying to find, like I've, I've been looking, I've been trying to find that jacket, that ring jacket he wears. And then on my Instagram, these, they're like, what, Converse kind of, uh, that kind of style, right? Style. But like red, white, blue, and gold. These sneakers. Trump shoes. And I was like, oh my God, they're amazing. And then like, you know, on Instagram, when you like flick through the, yeah. it's got a few slides on it. I flick through and then see it's Donald Trump. I'm uh, like, ah, well, I was so hoping. They're sold out. You American can't. nightmare shoes. I, I did think they were Cody Rhodes shoes at first. But, yeah. it, and I'll say like, imagine wearing those shoes in public. Yeah. Imagine wearing Cody Rhodes entrance gear in public when it's not a wrestling affiliated like weekend. Mm. You'd look like a psychopath. You'd look like you like think you're in like the war or something. Like the Cody Rhodes jacket is not something you can wear while you're popping out to the shop. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> Cuz we live we live above like a little bodega downstairs, a 24-hour like convenience store, and like sometimes we wander in there when we're wearing some strange yeah. things. So. I'll go in my pajamas and flip flops. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I learned the hardware not the hard way not to wear my Ouija board pants in when one guy's working because he does not like. Really, it. he's always like, "Uh oh, this guy's gonna like put some voodoo hex on me," and I'm just like, "Man, I'm just I'm just buying a banana." Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <It's laughs> like I ain't getting changed to just get yeah, banana sorry, yeah. or some milk or whatever. So yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna say don't buy the Trump. Cody Rhodes sneakers, but okay. like they do look like Cody Rhodes. They, yeah, it's like, it's the gold with the red, white, and blue. I yeah. think that just adds to it. You think Cody got a pair? I don't know. <laughs> Brandy copped him a pair from. Yeah. She's like, hey, they look like your gear. You could you could wear them. Never forget the the AW did the shoes for a while. Remember they did, they did like AW Young Bucks, Young Lucha Bucks Bros, shoes, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure those like are worth but money. When they like feelers. Like, Bucks are wearing Jordans all the time, and then they're, like, Well, it was selling, a deal, like, right? Yeah. I mean... But it just seems weird when it's, like, your yeah. whole thing was you're buying Jordans every yeah. week, and then it's, like, I'm sponsored by Fila. It's like it's like us. We talk about White Claws all the time, but I'm sure if a White Claw-type yeah. seltzer were to be, like, guys, you know, promote our product, we'd For be, sure. like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're shills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not really we don't shill too much except for our ourselves yeah. and now chop dash teas so again support your small time creators because we never shill no <laughs> only sometimes uh shill for ourselves uh so yeah uh we were talking about our mania plans we're talking about 
uh, how everyone should go to our Patreon, mm-hmm. chilling out there. Um, what else is going on? I know we're we're pl- we're we're all booked for Mania. You got the BDE house mm-hmm. all full. Lots of friends it's coming. Full. Yeah, lots of friends coming. You got yourself a ticket to the Revolver Hog Glory Show. show. Yeah. yeah, so anyone going, we're going to be there. We have a big group of us going there. I'm looking forward to hanging out with all these people more than some of the wrestling uh, that weekend for sure. Uh, I'm definitely excited about that. I found there's a Howl at the Moon in Philly. Right. Which the I piano definitely bar. want to go for. Yeah, they're super fun. So uh, really want to go there maybe Thursday night. It's Yeah, it's kind of close to that suplex store mm-hmm. as well. So lots of stuff. So we're, we're planning our, our Philly trip. We're gonna, we've been watching the cheesesteak videos on YouTube. Yes. There's that one guy who went to like every single yeah. <laughs> place. And oh, made... that would be me. <laughs> yeah. And I'll probably be like, oh, they taste the same everywhere. Yes, <laughs> they, they do. Yeah. But I'm sure... Someone from Philly will be like, "Well, you have How to, tra- you yeah, know, you have this to is a, uh, do this one." And okay, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, well, shall we get into? Uh, oh, Chris Leone's just said Nick Nemeth versus Mike Bailey's happening at Bloodsport. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to that. Oh, has that just been announced? I guess nice. So. Okay, <laughs> pure fandom in the chat. Shout out, Big Tom is saying uh, the costume that we were just talking about—the jacket, the shoes—is yeah. basically Homelander from The Boys. Which, yeah, I know. I don't know if you've watched. I've but just started. Watching oh, nice, I'm nice. About okay, five episodes in. Oh, so nice, far, nice. Yeah. Okay, and like, yeah, Cody is definitely oh, 100%. Homelander, right? You yeah. see the the comparison. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, so so sorry. Nemeth versus Bailey at Bloodsport. I'm not a huge fan of the like the fake MMA yeah. stuff, but it, yeah, it's not for me. But like, like I'm sure, I'm sure Nemeth will be announced for like. Like, some there's other stuff things. I've enjoyed. Like, I enjoyed what a couple of years ago. I think you had Mox versus Biff Busick, which was pretty good. Okay. But in general, I'm not like about it. Yeah, I, I think uh, a few people we know are, are going to that show, and like, hey, all the power to it. I I shamelessly am looking at that ECW reunion just because it's got like the most ridiculous people on it but i'm waiting because they what's that other show march mark uh, hitchcock memorial they've announced rvd and speedball which i think a lot of people are like oh that seems like one of the big matches like indie okay. matches yeah, rvd yeah. speedball rvd is looking good yeah and tony khan can't tell you what's on all in weeks before the show but he can tell you months in advance that rvd is wrestling on a collision on 420 yeah <laughs> what the fuck oh, we, went, announced that? we went okay. we went to all in this last year mm. we didn't know the fucking card till like the wednesday before yeah. right but in february tony khan is letting us know don't worry on april 20th on a collision rvd is wrestling don't mm. worry like come on <laughs> i get you're trying to get the joke over and trust me no one can appreciate a 420 joke I mean, it, more than me but. it's the thing with wrestling it's like you're telling like it's an episodic drama really isn't it and you can't you don't want to f- like give away the season finale two months before it happens like you've got to build and there's a a balance of you know like we haven't they haven't announced the the tag match yet for mania but you can put right two and two together and work out what's happening yeah. right so it's finding a balance and i think definitely last year with uh AEW juggling like a lot of things having all in and all out back to back and that sort of thing i think they did leave a lot too late where you were scratching your head, maybe not being able to see what direction they're going. Yeah. Like we saw the triple threat going for, um, for revolution for 
like weeks before they announced it. Yeah. Like we saw, oh, that's probably the direction they're going. And I think they have got better at that. I, I do think that him announcing RVD for 420, is there a possibility that that match is RVD versus Matt Riddle? Hmm. Right? I don't know. They haven't touched Matt Riddle, but I'll tell you, he's been everywhere yeah. else. So, I mean, don't know. I would have thought he'd have been in already rather than doing like MLW in New Japan. Right. Maybe. But, but like the way things are busy, they already got things in plan. I, RVD I Hook, you could do. RVD Hook for 420? Yeah. He comes out with his chips. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That could, that could work. I'm do, hope- do we know where that dynamite is? It's a collision because it's, oh, it's on collision. Saturday, right. apparently. Yeah, in two, fuck, three months. Right. <laughs> this, guy, this guy doesn't even announce like, the matches and shit for st- stuff coming up. Yeah. But he had to make sure that everyone knows that on 420, RVD is there. I'm like, okay, man. <laughs> Pure Phantom says, whoa, it's not fake MMA, just different rules. Yeah, it's fake, fake MMA. MMA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is. Uh, I'm, I'm eyeing a few different things uh, WrestleMania weekend. I do hope that at that Revolver Hog show, we get a big gringo. Because gringo is a big guy. who's the Gringo is my indie wrestler king. Oh, yeah. Like He is legit. Like You watch this guy's social media. He is traveling every day. He's somewhere else wrestling. If this guy's not hustling in Mexico, oh, right. he's all over the U.S. and North America, up here in Toronto. Like He is the fucking guy. So I really hope it's Mox Gringo 2 at that show. Because that could be cool. that, that would just be fucking yeah. amazing to see live. But however... Gringo versus anyone. Is- he's like he's like our guy, isn't he? We'd have to like yeah. be rooting him on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, and 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 with like a bunch of all these, you know, your Nemeths being announced in Speedball, I'm sure we're gonna start to see some other big WrestleMania week. Again, there's a few weeks to go, so now would be the time they start announcing some more. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to that DDT show as well. That's a bit of a different, like more almost like comedy, but. That ECW show that I'm eyeing, like I'm sure you're gonna announce like RVD on that show. I'm sure you're gonna get some other big things. But the indies aren't still aren't on that like crazy level that they were. But at the same time, like you're seeing, all these shows are selling out though. So it's it's gonna take time to build it up. And I think AEW are kind of doing what like NXT UK did with the British indie scene. Yeah, you know where like does I like Brian Keith. Does AEW need a Brian Keith right now? No, right. They, they absolutely do not. They just sign everybody. So. And it's, it's, he's the sort of guy where like you'd build up for another year and people would be like, oh, Brian Keith's on this card. And sure, he's still, I, I'm sure he's still doing indie dates. Yeah, yeah. But they're just signing up everyone now, it, it seems, where, uh, you know, you just don't... AEW have taken that indie spot, really, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, they just made it good. Put some production and money behind yeah. it, right? So... These guys are getting paid and getting the money they deserve. So mm-hmm. you can't knock it because they've saved wrestling. Course, but yeah. the indies, like your GCWs, they're doing fine. A lot of these shows are selling out. Ticket sales of, of all the indie stuff across are are doing well. And I like we we got some tickets to a few of the shows. And again, I am am eyeing up. There's there's that ECW show, and it's Tajiri versus Super Crazy, which I'm like, all right, like I I could definitely be tempted to see that live in my life. Mm-hmm. Like that is something that I'm like, ah. Uh, and then on top of that, I go to a store and I see in Toronto that they're selling original ECW figures. And I walk in and who do I see? Tajiri and Super Crazy. Uh, I'm like, oh, I got to buy it. Yeah, yeah, I got to buy it and get it signed and put it on the set. So I, I am thinking about it. So I'm, I'm, 
it's possible. And then like it's at like seven on a Friday. I could finish and still, mm-hmm. you know, manage to go out and hopefully hit up some some piano bars in, in Philly. But but yeah, uh, looking forward to, to Mania weekend in Philly. And again, let, let me know at the Brady what shows and matches uh, as announcements still roll out um, of what's to come. But say Speedball's one of the indie guys. Gringo's one of the big indie guys. Any iterations of some of those things looking looking good because the what is it the spring break show has got that crazy six man tag that's like a throwback so I'd say that is the match that like I will watch even though I'm not going mm-hmm. like check out kind of but it's gonna be so much wrestling we're gonna be obviously going to NXT yeah. night one then Mania then what Mania again night two like we'll be cooked by yeah I I think I'm good with just the House of Glory show like, to be honest we will be yeah, we'll be wrestled out like sure. after that so I know we're we're both not doing Monday. add hangovers on top of that as well yeah yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, shall we get into The Rock? Yes, let's talk about the $500 vest. Is it now $5,000? Because inflation. It right? would have to be, yeah. $500 like in 1999 is yeah. like fucking... It's like nothing now. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd take 500 bucks. Right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. $500 is like what you spend at McDonald's these days <laughs> uh, with inflation. But yeah, The Rock is back in WWE. The Rock is back on his show, SmackDown. And uh, in one of the most watched segments, at least on their YouTube, in like a span of 24 hours, it's got like lots and lots of views, millions of views. For sure. I'm sure highest rated segment of the year or a long time, I yeah. imagine as well. Uh, yeah, the uh, reports that it was Dwayne Johnson, The Rock's choice to, you know, give the match back to Cody and to turn heel. Um, I think, yeah, there's been... You know, criticism. I, th- I kind of feel from Black Adam onwards, where it's, oh, has the Rock lost his touch? Is is his finger off the pulse? That kind of thing. And this proved, no, he hasn't lost it. I think reading the room perfectly, and rather than you know, going into this match against Roman with both being booed, like would we get Beach Ball Mania again because people are just rejecting that it's not Cody? Uh, I think you know making the decision quickly. Nope, let's let's pivot, and I think coming out with something way better and way more compelling. That way can, more interesting. Way more interesting. Can you've now got a, a story over Mania weekend of like night one and night two? You imagine there's going to be some like story progression over the two nights, and you've got The Rock. Like we've seen the babyface nostalgia act. A lot. Yeah, I'm over uh, it. In the last 10, 15 years, we're now getting, you know, a throwback to heel corporate rock. He's he's the corporate Hollywood rock now. Like, yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. he's part of the, like, TKO legit board. corporation, the board. And he's the rock. As well as being a Hollywood guy. Even his, like, attire here being the $500 shirt, but as a vest yeah. it's a mix of the two wearing the gold chain is it just because he can't fit into the shirt maybe maybe <laughs> his arms are mess yeah i mean he always wore them oversized didn't they but uh i think just the look as soon as he came out i was like oh yes yeah as soon Here as he came go. out yeah and i wasn't sure at first because he's kind of bringing up oh you broke an attendance record and all this mm-hmm. and i was like oh he's why is he playing babyface? and then turn it on the crowd and i think you still have people who are wanting to cheer him because when he goes like finally there weren't a whole lot of boos to be honest and yeah. he 
there's a couple and he's like oh you want to boo that do you and the crowd are like oh yeah we're meant to boo yeah. boo just playing the room perfectly the all like the the throwback lines you know smack the herpes off your mouth and right. all that i i thought he was fantastic and i'm yeah so much more excited about this uh, this story. Yeah, this iteration of The Rock is way more I- exciting. Like, if you were to say, like, seeing The Rock come back the way we've seen him come back before, it is like, okay, cool, The Rock's back. It's going to move numbers because people would easily tune in. Now it's like, oh, wait, no, actually, I, I really want to see what they do because mm. he he was one of the best talkers, if not the best talker in the world of wrestling. You ask any wrestling fan, the best on the mic, it's like, yeah, probably The Rock because he was so good that he left to go into Hollywood and do yeah. it, do it for more money. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's like the measuring stick of this stuff. I, I don't, I'm not a wrestler, but I have a theory that anyone who ever steps in between the ring, the ropes at one point in their life has to tell a friend, a family member, anyone like, Oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a, I'm a pro wrestler. Oh, pro wrestling. Like, like, like the rock. Like, do you, do you wrestle like the rock? I yeah. guarantee that is a conversation that happens all the time because he is like the the, the guy, like he is the Hulk Hogan to like the generation yeah. before this generation, right? And to have him come back, it moves the needle. You see it online. I'm seeing it on memes and TikTok. I'm seeing like pages that don't cover wrestling now are like covering wrestling. I'm seeing podcasts that are like the top podcasts of non-wrestling are having conversations like, oh, did you see The Rock is coming back? We're hosts now are making trending videos of like, oh, wrestling's popular again. It's like crazy that like, like the needle is moving. The Rock, The Rock and Hulk Hogan are the two most famous wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Like Steve Austin is up there, but I would put The Rock just from a, a like being recognized point of view. Yes. John Cena's huge, don't get me wrong. He was the face for, like, over a decade. He's, he's on his way there, but, for sure. But if I were to say to my mum, oh, I'm, I'm watching John Cena's return match, she, she'd ask, who is that? And I'd show a picture, and she might go, oh, yeah, okay, I think I know it. Roman Reigns, like, not there yet. Yeah. Like, he's, he's great. Like, he's, he's the star of WWE right now, but he's not on that level. And there's very few, uh, and... Like Hogan now, for maybe a younger generation, aren't familiar with him. Sure, because he, yeah, yeah. he has faded into the background. So, yeah, yeah, he's the guy. Like the Rock the, is huge. The Rock is the guy. So, not like having that, and then to have him come out and be like, "No, nah, actually, I'm gonna like go back. To, I'm gonna do this character instead of just like, hey, 'Hey, I'm the Rock,' and oh, Roman Reigns, I'm gonna whoop your.' It's like completely it's different. More fun for him as well. He's like, wow, I'm playing a. You you know when you see like um like dramas or sitcoms get rebooted with the same cast 10 years later and actors are going wow it's it's really fun to like slip into this character again and feel it out it's the rock hasn't done this since well 2003 i guess would be the last time so you're talking 21 years ago i hope he's played this kind of character i hope we get hollywood rock theme at one point because that's just one of my favorite themes like the video and everything is cooking so good but yeah, I mean, he had he had not only everyone watching, but that audience on SmackDown, where he starts off, like you said, he comes out wearing that vest, which is like fucking ridiculous. Sunglasses inside. <laughs> yeah, everything like okay, he's kind of blended everything he's done with like how he looks these days. And hey, you broke the attendance re- record of being the most trailer trash dummies, and like yeah. he just starts ripping on them, and that's what like 
is fun about wrestling. You want to boo this guy. You go, you're part of the show. Like it's, it's just great. I thought that promo was one of the best he sounded in so long. And on top of that, like the herpes line, obviously I'll sl- slap that calling someone a fatty, but like they're in Salt Lake city and to be like, yeah, you guys and your 50 wives, I was fucking yeah. dying at some of the things he was saying. So like right away, I'm like, Oh, this isn't like cookie cutter. Like, Oh, Hey, I'm here to like make some money and yeah. whatever. It's like, no, 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 I'm here to like, push some buttons he's and, invested and i think yeah. being on the board is making him more invested in the company right now yeah and i've seen criticisms of oh the thing is it just roman looks like number two it's right like, yeah that's that should be the story you're gonna have a breaking point where roman's like wait like farouk second. the whole thing is yeah, exactly the whole thing is who is head of the table and i think this progresses that story way better because the rock is just like i'm back and i am the head of the table yeah and you're going to see jealousy there and I think probably lead to some of the the like setup. Yeah. I'm going to double down on what I said last week. Uh, I think Seth pins The Rock in this tag Wow. Match. I think it makes the most sense. Like, The Rock ain't wrestling night two. Um, Seth's defending that world title on night two. And as much as they're trying to build it up, they also keep bringing it down with like things Roman said and that kind of thing. Therefore, if Seth does eat the pin, Cody ain't, ain't eating that pin, or right. shouldn't be, because right. he'll be winning the next night. If Seth eats that pin, well, if he loses the next night, like, the person who's won the title just beat a guy who just lost. And if he wins, it's still like, okay, yeah, but you lost yesterday. You're very much the secondary title. Yeah. You know? And So you want Seth pinning The Rock. And I think The Rock should... Sorry, Roman shouldn't really be pinning either yeah the rock ain't wrestling night two and the rock as a heel can take can lose more than the rock as a baby face in my opinion right and that can also drive the dissension between roman and rock you know like rock takes the pin and roman kicks him out the bloodline that night you've then got seth with a huge win i think it elevates his status and title more um Otherwise, it's it's kind of he's the one who has been the afterthought in this story, and he's the one taking more of the insults than Cody has. You know, right? I think if he were then to be the pin eater as well, it really devalues everything they're trying to build up with that title. Like, like Seth is great. Don't get me wrong, but he's he ain't got the juice like some of the other characters. He's he's built himself up like to get to yeah. way higher level than like he was at. So you got to definitely respect it. But when you put him in line with a lot of the other stars, like nah, he he has to fall by the but wayside. Who's, who's going to be there on Monday? Yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Cody. Ro- Roman will be taking another break. Yeah. Rock ain't going to be around. I mean, It'll I'm be, imagining. It's going to be Cody and Seth. They're your two top people in the company of like yeah as much as i think it would be great on monday night after mania to have the rock challenge roman for, sure. for the, the following mania just like cena the rock but having seth and cody as champions on monday would be also a pretty mm. good moment as well after mania but yeah the whole thing is if they do a tag match what do you do because well the rock comes back and then loses it's like ah, uh, but then you could have them set up. It doesn't necessarily there's, affect... There's ways you can protect it with, you know, dissension between yeah. him and Roman and slip on a banana peel kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, which and- sets up for Roman to then, like, 
lose the next night. Like the, he could try to have the bloodline interfere, and the Rock somehow stops that and Prevents helps. Him, yeah, yeah, helps Cody win the title, right? And it's a whole perfect story, and and easily sets up for the the next year. So really, they have a lot going on with like the Rock and Roman. You don't need these guys every week. That match is set in stone for next year. Cool. Um, it it takes me back to. I don't know when this was, but in the past few months, Heyman and Roman did this like press conference. I'm assuming it was before or after like some sort of pay-per-view where like, oh, you guys think bloodline story is over and ending and this and that. Oh, bottom of the third. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, you think we're in like the, the, the bottom of the ninth? Like, no, we're in the bottom of the third. And I think they were referring to like, fuck, we got the rock coming in and that storyline is going to like really take over. Yeah. So that's definitely where they're it's at. It's the bloodline story. Like yeah. that isn't necessarily bottom of the third is this title reign, yeah. but it's the the Anawaii yeah. story. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So uh, and we've said for for years, as soon as as soon as Roman turned heel and formed the bloodline and was, you know, bullying Jay and all that, we're like, oh well it's the end game's the rock, yeah. right? It's gotta be. Yeah. So that that's still gonna happen. I'm I'm looking forward to it, uh, with everything going on with this hopefully what it seems like this tag match with the four of them could be really good. I imagine that's gonna be confirmed at Chamber. Yeah. Um because you've got what Grayson Waller effect with Cody and Seth in Australia. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like that's you're not having these guys wrestle, but you know, confirming, announcing the big match could be like Something big to put on that show. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I'm imagining we we find out that match pretty pretty soon. So yeah. I'm assuming that is the match, and I'm looking forward to that. Like the stories, the promo battles between The Rock, Roman, Cody, Seth going forward in the next weeks to come, like should be really good. So yeah, uh, I, I thought the promo with The Rock was great. Him cutting heel stuff is just easily way more interesting than seeing regurgitated stuff from before. So and you could tell he is having fun with it. So. Going forward, yeah, I'd say they're in a, a good – like the, the hype for WrestleMania, if anything, it sucks because we don't have our tickets yet and the prices are just going higher because now The Rock's involved. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. So Now, the other question, just like uh, going sort of completely off what we're seeing, but will The Rock find himself in the chamber? Will he take someone out? Will it be Rock and Seth night too? Uh, I mean, because I don't know who it should Seth. be. I told you, Rock should beat Seth for that title. <laughs> like who? I really the the two candidates for for Seth are Drew and Randy. And Drew's character has been great. I'm loving his promos. We've seen the match like three times. Yeah, I don't care about recently. it. I'm sorry. Yeah, and Randy, like Randy's Randy. Like he's a top guy. Will be in a big match at Mania for sure. Hasn't been back long, but it's. It's a weird match to build whilst you're building. Like, are you turning Randy heel? If it's babyface, babyface, yeah, there's not be. much juice in that, I don't think. And the focus is going to be on this tag match night one. So you'll need a big enough compelling Seth, story Seth for, Rock. Seth for night two. Is that The Rock? No, do Rock. Rock is not wrestling twice, that's for sure. So Seth Rock night one. Instead of the tag? Yeah, and then Rock wins that title, barely defends it for a whole year, and then you have him defending the title against Roman next year. Right. Switch okay. to the titles. The whole promo yeah. of, like, oh, this is the Hollywood title. This is the workhorse. Flip them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do find it interesting that I assume you're doing the tag and Seth defending night two, but there's no real obvious yeah. opponent. 
Either way, Seth is getting pinned by The Rock. Night one. <laughs> Gentleman's bet. Five, five bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we put money five down? Five U.S. dollars. All right? Let's That's go enough crazy. to buy The Rock's shirts. Five U.S. dollars, all right? Okay, so you're thinking that Seth pins The Rock. Yes. No matter what, the tag match or the... No, Seth pins The Rock in a tag on okay. night one. Okay. And I'm going with Seth gets pinned instead. Fine. I guess The Rock? Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, yeah, a few weeks ago I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if Seth fought The Rock? I just don't know if The Rock's legit ready to have that kind yeah. of like match, you know? So tag match, he's protected and all that stuff. So For sure. So. And like, what if he gets hurt in, yeah. that, in that tag? I mean, yeah, that's, you, the, that's the case with all four of them. You want him in a chamber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he can, I don't know. He doesn't even need to be in a pod, you know? Someone's attacked backstage and... He'll just come out and play. Right. I don't know. I never forget. Like, uh, I, I, I love wrestling when you can make me hate characters that I love. Like, mm. you're doing a good job. And, like, one of the biggest things was the chamber where Kofi's coming out and Edge takes his spot. It's like, fuck, mm. man. Like, that. You is- almost reviewed it. I know. I wish I voted for it. Fuck. That's, like, my favorite. I was just like, yo, you are an asshole, man. So, yeah, The Rock taking someone's spot. I don't know if necessarily that's it, but could be pretty funny. Yeah. Who's, what spot would he take? Is Kofi in the match? <laughs> LA Knight. LA Knight because then... The Rock lights, right? The Rock... Because LA Knight's feuding with Logan Paul. I don't get why Logan Paul's in it because like he's a champion already. So like, wouldn't nah, he? You can win two titles. Right, yeah. Either way, uh, we will be seeing The Rock wrestle, but will it be the tag? Will it be a singles match? Mm. Let us know. But so far, loving the heel Rock and yeah. can't wait to see where it goes. This, this is what I love, though. I love, like... You hear people go, I just want to know what the match is. It's like, this is, I like talking about things. I mean, like fucking podcasts, I should do. But, you know, I like theorizing. I like being like, where's the story going? And and not just being like, okay, that's what we're getting. It it makes it interesting to me. So other matches for Mania, we got Io and Bailey. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm imagining it's Becky, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Right? Those are some big, big matches. Um, We had uh, Jade on smackdown this week like going over potential uh contract signing with um with smackdown um and you had bianca and tiffany stratton there yeah tiffany going off and jade being like ah you ain't you ain't taking this this is my moment right now um i could see bianca and jade being as a match okay yeah yeah that could be pretty good um i think they're they're just holding off jade for the right moment Bianca needs to have she Bianca should have a big match at Mania. So yeah. uh yeah, I, I could see them doing that. Yeah, I'm 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 wondering about Gunther. Like is he the Braun Breaker? Are they just gonna slot him in the Brock spot? So Braun signed with SmackDown yeah. uh this week. Yeah. Which that doesn't mean you can't move things around, but it, it seems a short space of time to Sign someone to SmackDown to yeah. then feud with a Raw guy. You would just yeah. I thought it was weird. Raw. Look, I'm really excited that he's. It's kind of a soft launch for the, like Tiffany Stratton right away being put in the chamber is crazy considering like yeah. you're just being put on the main roster. But someone like Braun, it's a weird time because WrestleMania time. Like, are all these people going to be on the card? I I think Braun is someone you could, although it doesn't mean a whole lot, have him win the the Andre the Giant. Just like steamroll through people, win that. Yeah. It gives him it gives him something to start off his like SmackDown career as, you know, this Andre winner and can go on for bigger things. But yeah. 
Uh, Bron Gunther makes a lot of sense, as we pointed out before. Bron was the last person to beat Gunther in yeah. a singles match yeah, yeah. back in NXT. So you've got story there. Um, I mean, you can you can literally just do, you know, Bron, uh, Gunther beats Jay on. I imagine that's maybe a TV match, and then is like beating everyone. I'll I'll take on anyone, any brand, that kind of thing. And Bron be's like, you've never beaten me, maybe. Right. That maybe makes the most sense. Dragonoff, Dragonoff potentially. Um, I I see that maybe being the what Nakajima we're leaning to right, on right. stand and deliver. Yeah, not for the title because right. that's going to be trick and mellow. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Chad Gable six months ago, we'd have been like, yeah, that's you. You call it off for a bit and you build that up again. He seems nowhere near the picture anymore. Um, do we get Sheamus returning? you know do the singles match there that's something you can heat up again pretty True. quickly i yeah. think uh i don't know what his health status is but um yeah yeah there's a lot of different things like there's still six six months uh six months six weeks but i'm sure the the card will shape up pretty soon i can't i'm not i'm not like huge on this elimination chamber no uh, card. I think the chamber itself is pretty stacked, having like those six guys, but... and, and genuinely can't call who's winning that one either. So that makes it interesting. So, so yeah, the winner of this chamber faces Seth at WrestleMania, yeah. right? So, Drew, Randy, Lashley, LA Knight, Owens, and Logan Paul. I'd say you go with Drew, right? Like that. I makes think the so. Most sense. I just don't care personally. It's whether you can get to like, you know, Drew is somewhat feuding with. Sami Zayn right now and uh, he's not even in the chamber Sami's not in the chamber but they're telling this whole Sami's had two weeks in a row where he's had these empty arena sit down interviews with Jackie Redmond and he's bringing up like you know uh, being Rocky obviously Rocky's set in Philly and like Rocky loses the first match but goes on to win you're building that up you could always have on a big episode of Raw like Drew maybe putting his spot on the line against Sammy because they are kind of feuding right now and you can make it triple threat. Yeah. Like bit of a tradition, you know, triple threat at the 10th anniversary. Right. And I think that that feels way more interesting to me, Seth, Sammy, Drew. And that should be a really good match, I think, rather than just the Drew-Seth rematch. Yeah. I, I'm Yeah, I'm a little down on this uh, elimination chamber. I'd be I'd be kind of bummed if i was someone in australia to be honest like when you bought tickets picture with cm punk on it cover yeah. of it now you're getting nia Jax yeah. versus your biggest australian star i actually i i'm very let down with this card uh let's go through it and preview here judgment day taking on the new catch republic so now you've got two you've got the no catch quarter they're no, no catch qu- no quarter catch crew <laughs> this is the new catch and crew. then the new catch crew What's with the catch? Can we what what's what's with catches in wrestling? Can we not just call you Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate? Yeah. Tyler British Strong Style? Okay. Yeah. I guess they didn't want to give up that name to mm-hmm. WWE, so they gave up with a new name. Okay, cool. Whatever. Doesn't matter. But you just got rid of your other name and now you're adding a new name. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe Trent like, you know, an agreement with Trent as well. He doesn't want that to be given up. Well, yeah, you would have to give that to them yeah. and then they'd own it. So, you didn't want to give that up, I imagine. Yeah, uh, you know what? That should I don't see Pete and Tyler winning this at all, but this could be a pretty good match actually yeah. between these two. 
Uh, the women's elimination chamber, we know it's Becky, Bianca, Liv, Tiffany, and Naomi, and a battle royal winner mm. being put in there. So, Like, there's zero, um, like, like it's Becky. Like, yeah. you've already been cutting the angles between Becky and yeah. Bia. There's no, like, mystery in this. Yeah. Uh, whether you have, you know, Jade be this mystery, like, the winner of the battle royal, and you could set up bianca and jade you could set it up in the chamber perhaps right or whether you wouldn't want jade like losing yeah. in her first match so uh i don't know who the sixth person will be but it's becky winning either way yeah becky wins because that's uh, the big match i mean maybe indy hartwell you know just to get an aussie in there right oh okay well bronson reed not featured but i'm reading that it's also partly because his wife is possibly about to have a baby this week yeah poor planning bronson i mean he didn't know nine months did, ago did we know about the perth show nine months ago he might have i think but, we might have yeah really bad timing considering come on rhea ripley though i'm sorry that's your match nia Jax. you know i think they've actually built it well um i'm not a nia fan but i think they've built this match well i think you've uh you know, Nia with the win over Becky, her squashing everyone. It's it's a way Rhea is a heel, but she's up against someone who's uh, universally hated. She's in her hometown, so Rhea's going to be a huge, huge star here and can do impressive, like, strength stuff yeah. on Nia. Like, it's, I've just not been liking the story, actually, from what I've watched with, like, Becky being like, oh, you've you've hurt people and you're like... No, the Be- the Becky stuff hasn't been good yeah. with Nia. And they're like, like, why have Nia beat Becky when Becky's going to be the one to possibly... Becky should, like, get her win back over Nia. Yeah. I'm surprised it's maybe not on this show. I just say um, one, of the, one of the rare L's in whatever era we're in right now is bringing Nia Jax back. For me, I'm just like, you've got so many other people mm-hmm. right now. Obviously, she's big and scary. There's not a lot of other women right now on the roster, so they needed like a cane, you know, spot yeah. there. I totally understand, but just instant, like, go away, not interested. I probably won't even watch this fucking match. Mm-hmm. I, I really can't stand Nia Jax. And I, I think that's a big waste. If I was someone who's like, okay, who do we got? Who's our fucking Australian megastar, Rhea Ripley? Because she's just huge right now. The commercial is her. Mm-hmm. No worries. Love it. I think it's amazing. I'd be I'd be pretty let down if that was the match. It's, it's one of the things that's been the case with this whole rearrain and i'd say the women's division in general they want to hold off on the the big matches right they want to save them for mania so there's a reason why we haven't seen rhea ripley versus bianca belair yet there's a reason we haven't seen rhea ripley versus sure. becky lynch yet because they they they're hoping like rhea's super young like a lot of these women are they're hoping these are going to be in the company they're going to be the stars the next five years you know sure. and you don't want to give away your like Rhea Becky Lynch in a B level pay-per-view and the fact that they know yeah like you're gonna want you're coming over to Australia uh you're gonna want a big card but they know it's gonna sell regardless because it's a starved market so yeah. you don't necessarily need to give it up away I think like I'm not an eye fan I do think this kind of makes sense with where we are right now giving Rhea a a big win over Nia, and then I'm I kind of see Becky taking the title at Mania. Yeah, Rhea. possibly. Yeah, uh, or, or 
Or not. I just I just think it's a little backwards. Like Rhea has been one of your biggest stars. Mm. And this is how you kind of treat the fans back home. I I would be very like mm. pissed if I was in Aussie going to this. Spe- also, have you looked at the p- ticket prices for this show? Not no, they were ridiculous. Not cheap to go watch Nia Jax job to our favorite is basically. Yeah, I, I'd say uh, you know I'm not an Aussie. I don't live in Perth, but I'd be a little like really. That's what you cooked up for us. Mm. The government pretty much gave you money to do this show, and this is what you've cooked up. We don't have Bronson Reed. The only other Aussie star is Rhea Ripley, who is the biggest res- Aussie wrestler in history at this point because yep. she's just so popular right now. However, like, not necessarily a huge fan, but Grayson Waller is doing the Grayson Waller effect. And to add salt into the wound of anyone who thought they were going to get a really great show with the stars on this show, you're getting Cody and Seth in a segment with Grayson Waller. Yeah. Like, again, like, wouldn't that just piss you off? Yeah. You thought Punk, The Rock, all these people were going to be wrestling on this show. Nope. You're getting Nia Jax and Grayson Waller's Also, it's it's promo. so close to Mania. You don't want to risk Cody or Seth. Like, you've already lost Punk, you know? Yeah. Like, do you want to risk them getting hurt? Exactly. Like, right before Mania? Yeah. So it's- then there's that chamber match. Uh, I think Drew versus Seth, I guess, makes sense. But honestly, that doesn't necessarily do it for me for WrestleMania. I'm not as... Uh, hot on Drew as maybe some of the others. I think some of the promo stuff he has been doing is quite funny. And then I saw him on SmackDown get absolutely roasted by LA Knight in the span of like 20 seconds where I went, oh yeah, I don't like you actually. <laughs> LA Knight, it just fucking cooked him. And where I'm like, yeah, why do I need to see Drew versus Seth again? I I don't really have interest in that. But storyline wise, he does make the most sense to win the chamber. But we'll see. Maybe we get something out of the Grayson Waller, Cody, Seth thing. But as it stands right now, four matches announced. It's, I, and I, I don't, we might get one more thing announced, but that could be it. Both chambers are going to be long. Long. Um, it's, it is really a one match show with yeah. the, but I, you know, I think there'll be good stuff there. I, I think that tag will be like predictable, but fun. Uh, the men's chamber definitely has the most interest. Yeah. Uh, some other WWE things before we move away from there. Uh, I've been seeing some of the WWE wrestlers on social media over in Saudi showing off the new WWE experience in Saudi Arabia. It's like what? Like a, one of these. I, I don't want to say it's the Hall of Fame, but it's like you go. It, it looks and, kind of, if you've ever been to Access, it looks yeah. like a lot of the exhibits they do there, but more permanent. So, right. you know, uh, you've got like old titles and this was held by x y and z you've got the you know macho man's robes and that kind of thing yeah it looks kind of cool it it's really cool that access like whenever i've been it's been pretty cool to see yeah i'm surprised there isn't a permanent fixture like this you know in orlando or something yeah orlando vegas one of the places right like they obviously had new york that restaurant but like having this somewhere would make sense because that's another money thing right yeah. you could make so much money for people going to this like uh we we talk all the time anytime we do these retro wrestling pay-per-view reviews on our patreon of like just recently we're like ah oh, we're too young to have not we didn't get to go to wwf Times square in new york right yeah. but like if they had one now i'd probably go <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah so like they're re we had a, a hard rock in toronto for years and they closed it down they're reopening it now. Oh, really? At Young and Dundas. They're putting like in, in a, the same spot? In, not in the exact same spot, but in the Times Square oh, there, nice. essentially. And yeah. it's like these gimmick, shitty gimmick restaurants like do work. So They do. Like yeah. tourists love them. Like yeah. so many people, like I, I, doesn't your 
your mum's partner collect hard rock stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. He he loved, He's been to different hard rocks all over the world, and I, I wanted to get one of the shirts in Berlin, but it was just the store. It wasn't even the like, yeah. restaurant, which I found very odd. Uh, but yeah, like WWE could open one of these in New York and get maybe not New York. T- things are expensive, but like mm. I'd, I'd go to one of these these things. It looks yeah. pretty good. Get to go see the Rock's five hundred dollars shirt mm-hmm. in in a glass thing. Uh, and then last thing about uh, WWE, at least, um, and I don't usually comment on this kind of stuff, but I saw Dave Meltzer reporting that it looks like WWE was doing an angle with Triple H and The Rock, and I scratched my head. I was like, did did he refer to a segment from ten yeah. years ago? where The Rock and Triple H had an on-screen segment in October of 2014 where it seemed like they were teasing a WrestleMania match 10 years ago. It turned out, yeah, Meltzer actually thought that he... He's all over the place. He was reporting this whole CMLL deal as well, that no Mexican wrestlers are allowed on the show if CMLL talent is, and we had Commander on the same show like a week ago. Right. Um, the stuff with the story, like trying to pre... Trying to guess... A lot of stuff that doesn't that eventually never happens. Like it just seemed that was bizarre. I read that tweet and I was like, "What is he talking about?" Mm. That segment was like from ten years ago, yeah. and it turned out, yeah, he then went in and edited the Observer and deleted that. But yeah, very weird. And like, yeah, just like he's kind of the 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 guy when it comes to like reporting on wrestling. And I just felt like this week people were dogpiling on him saying he's slipping but like i genuinely was like man are you slipping what's going on there so For sure yeah yeah it was a bit it was a bit odd just because i'm i'm not comparing but at the same time fuck it yeah i am uh i watched this week a lot of media cover joe biden right <laughs> basically being like i'm angry at people saying i have bad memory how dare you say i have bad memory and the president of mexico go fuck yourself and it was like i think I think you mean the president of Egypt. Yeah, that one. It's like, ugh. But you said your memory is fine. Yeah. Ugh, all right. It's like, the, it's one thing, you know, like, Meltzer is someone who, uh, like, people take everything he says, you right. know? And I think there's having, like we're doing now, doing a podcast and saying something off the top of your head from memory that might be wrong. And then there's writing something and, you know, you source, you proofread, you double check things. Yeah. And to get something as wrong as... A few of these things. A, yeah, a not few just of these one things, thing. but like a segment from 10 years ago where both Rock and Triple H look completely different. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it didn't cross your mind yeah. at all. Yeah. Very, uh, it's bizarre. Very strange. And again, that's not, that's not something that usually goes on my radar, but I saw him post this and I was like, yeah. wait, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then it turned out he was very, very wrong. So we're not getting Triple H versus The Rock. Not yet. Unfortunately. Not this year. You know that's what they wanted to do, though. Oh, clearly. It definitely was in the plan at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um, anything else for uh, WWE before we move on? Uh, I'd say that's about it. I keep seeing ads for the Montez Ford, Bianca Belair love show. I don't even, what is it called? Love in WWE? I don't know. Something, Something like, like that. that. Uh, tune into a new What Up Doe, as I'm sure Sino and B will be talking about it, because apparently they're really big fans mm. of this show. And I love how AEW now is promoting the Johnny TV and... Ty of Valkyrie. show, I yeah. guess, like a YouTube thing, kind of similar. So uh, mm. if it's anything like the Coco Banana... What did he say? No butts, no cuts, no Coco no nuts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Fantastic. I got to watch that one. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 
and then uh, something else I saw was uh, it's not WWE related, but Patrick Clark, right? Velveteen Dream showing up at a indie show in Albany, New York. Hmm. So this is his first appearance since like leaving wrestling. So a few years. So three, three plus years. I guess he he dipped his toes in the water doing the Chris Van Vliet interview, hmm. and then went, huh? I could probably come back and well that's what kind of seems what's happening because it looked like he actually wrestled on this show as well as from dynasty wrestling in in uh albany new york but then if that's not an issue for anyone they then had him come out and after a segment with him they had rita chatterton come out as a special guest timekeeper yeah so what's going on with death what is it dynasty wrestling look it's it's, it's one of those things like the the evidence against Patrick Clark Velveteen Dream seemed pretty you know there were texts there were voice notes things like that it seemed pretty damning yeah from my point of view on the other hand you know no charges ever came about or anything so like obviously the guy wants to wrestle again if if a company wants to book him that's their kind of choice to do. It's it's their money, whatever. And they've got to face potential repercussions. Like we've seen it, uh, we've seen it before. We've seen it in the British ind- Indies with a lot of the speaking out stuff, you know, people being booked and then taken off being like, actually, no, this is a, a bad idea or running it and fans being disappointed or whatever. Like, but just having Rita Chatterton on it as well just seemed completely like yeah like mindless is is tone deaf even the tone word deaf, because that's the word, yeah. because like you can't like it's beyond tone deaf because yeah. if you're having Rita there you're definitely having her probably playing up some of the news As- especially assuming with things, yeah. her being back in the news yes. like in the past week yes exactly this isn't like it was you know Five years ago, yeah. and this hasn't resurfaced. Exactly. This is, like, everything's being revisited. Like, Brett, like, a week ago... Apologized. Apolog- like, said that he apologized her and stuff. She's very much in the news right now with um, Janelle Grant, with Ashley Massaro, with, like, Fightful reported yesterday that there's another yes. former talent who is weighing up whether to go to the media or whether to take legal action. Like, it's it's very much in the news right now and to promote the two on the same show just seems so backwards tone deaf yeah. and bizarre it's just so like, backwards can you imagine if we if we did like our Poison Rana show last week and we're talking in depth about Vince about Janelle Grant about Ashley Massaro and then we go now let's go to our interview with Marty Skull right yeah, it would be like, sorry, what the fuck? Like, yeah, and 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 you know what? Um, I won't signal out specific podcast and people who do interviews and stuff like that. But I see a lot of that mm-hmm. as someone. This is this is what we do as a living, right? Like, yeah, you know how many times people have reached out to us, canceled people mm-hmm. in this industry, being like, hey, can I come on your show and uh, air things? And we've said no. Yeah, I, I'm seeing a lot of these. It's happened before, and realistically, we'd get more listens clicks than we've ever had by doing it but we don't like i don't feel trained enough to sure. handle it correctly and 
I just it would make me feel icky. Icky. Sure. I'm just I'm sick of and look we we definitely our shows are always about like opinion based stuff and of course we'll have once in a while someone come on and call us woke snowflakes well they'll call you a woke snowflake yeah. but like we're we're we call it as we see it down the middle no matter what and like I'm tired of hearing podcasts that like say they're in support of one thing and then throw to an interview with Matt Riddle mm. you know yeah. I'm I'm like guys you're you're contradicting everything you're saying. I'm sure there's times we sound like that, but we would never like do uh, the Patrick Clark yeah, thing is, is so interesting because it's like he went on social media like a month ago and was like, I'll go on anyone's show to clear my name and then went on those shows and didn't really clear his name, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. So all of a sudden he's being booked on wrestling shows and it's just fine again. It's just very, very, very strange. And going back to Marty Squirrel, there's shows with his face on the poster with a lot of other popular talent right now also on those shows. He's, he's slid back into some of the spotlight. And I think there's, you know, as I said, it's, if you do it in indie shows in Puerto Rico and Sudbury, Ontario, like the talent wants to work. The bookers want to book them. And we've seen in the case in like Japan and Mexico, the fans don't really seem to care. Yeah. You know, not not to the extent that I feel the loud majority do in North America and well, the rest of North America and like UK. So, sure, like who are we to be like? No, you can't do that. Yeah. Do it if if they're happy to pay the money and see it. But it feels, yeah, this especially felt very tone deaf. And again, it, we're in a world of well, are they right away we cancel someone because this and that. It's like you, you got to do your if. If you're a fan of someone and then you see like damning evidence, like yeah. you got to be the own judge, jury, yeah. and executioner essentially. And it's like some of these things just use common sense. Yeah. And same with the Vince stuff. I'm still seeing people like, ah, do we really have to believe this Vince stuff? It's like, fuck, oh, man. Like, it's so like oh so God. much damning evidence now with you know the the John Laurinaitis, his lawyer, confirming yeah. that they knew about it. Uh, Ashley Masaru's friend did an interview. Uh, this week talking all about it as well it's, it's it's crazy man it's it's so crazy and again like you it's it divides people of like oh you you're you're so woke you're defending all this but it's like man like i feel the same way with other celebrities that like i'm huge fan i'm a, i was a huge fan of russell brand when that news came out about him this year what did i do i went and watched things i made my own opinions of things watching a documentary where people are like oh he did this and i t- t- doesn't necessarily mean someone is guilty but when you do look at things in a bright wider thing you go huh maybe we live in a world where like fucking anything is online mm. everything is documented we do we do shows where we dig up old tweets from each other like all the time mm. it's to poke fun at each other yeah people find old tweets of people saying crazy shit solo sokoa hates math <laughs> solo sokoa hates math travis kelsey really loves mgmt someone found travis kelsey's old tweets right. this week and Turns out he just really likes chips or something. Like it's right. just like there's there's things online that you can like do your you can form your own opinion. And I mean like yeah, uh, does do certain things mean people are guilty? No, but just some some things are head scratching. When it comes to Vince, it's like there's about three, four decades worth of stuff. It's Crazy. like I can't believe all of this is made up. Yeah, and I question why you why you would want to defend yeah. someone like that. 
I just, I don't know, like, does that move a needle for this? I, I've never heard of Dynasty Wrestling in Albany, but, like, does this move a needle? Will their next show, like, all of a sudden have, like, double the audience, or will it have less, right? Will, what, what, it's, what, what was this worth like to it's, them? It's Velveteen Dream as well, who's been out for quite a few years. You know, yeah. this isn't, like, this isn't a Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. who, it would move the needle. Yeah, 100%. Course. Like, regardless of what you think of, of the man. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, head-scratching choice. Very, very bizarre. Uh, some other things going... Sorry for our TED Talk there, but uh, had to be said. So, other things going on in the world of uh, wrestling. We had uh, AW, mm-hmm. Dynamite. There was no collision this week. Yeah, I was actually like... basketball, yeah. Right, the dunk contest. Everyone's just shitting on this dunk contest from mm. last night. I guess it wasn't very good, but everyone's saying like it was kind of bad. Right. So I, yeah. I didn't check it out, but uh, damn, I know people were interested in the Steph Curry shooting. Cause it was technically him versus like the the uh, the woman, the who, yeah, yeah, the women's basketball, and uh, I think he beat her. I think right where people were watching like he's got to beat the women we can't have the steph curry right yeah but uh so there was no collision but there is collision this upcoming week featuring brian danielson taking on akiyama yes yeah that's right <laughs> so, so the storyline is this is a real niche storyline but danielson versus eddie kingston is great but it's also like, hey, I'm going to beat all your heroes, mm. essentially. So, like, we need Kawada in here to, for Danielson to just kick the shit out of on a dynamite leading up to their match. But this match is happening Saturday, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll be good. Uh, we're just on the the Brian Danielson tour of just doing doing whatever he wants, facing whoever he wants. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be facing uh, Blue Panther in a trios match in Mexico oh, right. as well, which yeah. is... He's been talking about for years being a dream opponent. Yeah. I could see having a singles match on a dynamite between these two as well. This is crazy. So they are letting the BCC guys wrestle in Mexico. Like in a few months, I think it's mm. coming. Like you've announced the date and stuff. But like, yeah, uh, let's get more like Mexico, whether it's AAA, CMLL. Like I love all that stuff. It's, yeah. It's pretty interesting and, and pretty crazy. We got to see some Forbidden Door stuff with Dynamite, AEW and New Japan. But like... You know, expand a little bit is just what's great. I do like that about AEW. Like we have so many stars, and you you get the you get the fans who are like, "Oh, why is it a dream match? I've never heard of these people." It's like, well, if you haven't, you're probably going to be in for a treat finding new stars and new people to like. But when you do know, you're like, "Holy shit, this is crazy!" Of all these different dream matchups, but that that thing in Arena Mexico or whatever that's that's pretty fucking epic. And yeah, I'm sure we'll get more talent in AEW on TV. Especially in the coming months, I like the stuff they were doing with the dudes in the front row and yeah, and everything. So no, it's been good. Um, yeah, forgot forgot to mention on last week's collision the whole uh, FTR um, FTR BCC feud that kicked off last week on collision, right. and we get we're actually getting the tag match on Wednesday. Yeah, I thought they'd add that thought to the be show. Revolution, maybe this is you know like part one and we'll have the rematch at revolution they do like to do that quite a lot in AEW. yeah because ftr versus mox and claudio sounds pretty good and they've announced that for this week so maybe it's the trios at uh revolution you know you add yuda and garcia 
to it okay. as well. Yeah. Perhaps that's what they could do. Yeah, true. Um, but this week's Dynamite was was pretty good. So we had Dax versus Mox mm-hmm. in, in a pretty f- sweet match as well, which, again, kind of wets your whistle for the tag match. Between yeah, them. it was good. I thought it went a little too long for me, yeah. for what it was. Um, but, yeah. I liked Edge ver- sorry, the Cope mm-hmm. versus Daniel Garcia, which kind of then ends off with, like, are they going to be associated with each other? Like, Garcia and Copeland? Like, oh, that that was the other thing. Like, is this to... I'm wondering if this is to postpone the match and we, we're we not getting Edge because they they did the concerto on Yes, it, yes. Uh, which you would think writes him off for a little bit. And I can't imagine them going the... It felt like a setup for a triple threat with the, the no contest kind of thing. But we're doing that with the world title. Yeah. So I wonder if we're getting Garcia versus Christian at Revolution and, you know... We've got a Toronto date coming up in a month. Yeah. And you hold off the the like the big blow-off match for Toronto. Imagine you know, that. Christian. Toronto boys. Yeah. XV Christian. That would be fucking crazy. I, I feel that's where they'll go. Because Revolution is only a couple of weeks away. Concerto Angle should put you out for a while. Ed shouldn't be back on TV next although, week. Sorry, Adam Copeland. <laughs> although commentary were Excalibur, they always have to over-explain everything yeah. in AEW, which can be a fault in the same thing. They go to commercial, right? When they come back, I didn't see anything, but Excalibur has to let us know that, hey, just letting you know, he's okay. He, he, walked, uh, he walked out of here on his own two feet. Don't worry about it. Right. He's fine. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Be like, yo, this motherfucker's in the hospital. Yeah. He is hurt. Yeah. Don't tell me he got up, he gave some love to the fans and smiled and walked off. No, yeah. this man has CTE probably from this shit. Like, mm-hmm. I... I I laugh at that. Like, it's the tiniest little thing, but I'm like, no, just say he's fucked up. But yeah, you're right. Like, having Edge versus Christian in Toronto, like, yeah, take all my money. last time. Yeah, please take all my money. I was uh, at their last time they fought in Toronto, one-on-one, and it was a long, long time ago. So I would really selfishly love if that was the Like, they did the first match in Montreal, right? Yeah. It it makes sense. It's, It's enough time. You've got, it's just a month away. It's enough time to, like, that you're not treading water to get to this match, I think. And plus, the crowd, again, like, this is, the tickets have been selling so-so for this show. Nothing like the first time they were here or last time. But if you were to announce this, you'd probably get a a bigger influx of people buying the tickets. Some of the complaints I've been seeing from not just this Toronto show, but in general. What I've been doing is going online and kind of looking at the different markets Mm. and... Reoccurring thread, whether it's fucking Texas or Toronto, is, hey, why are tickets so much more money than the last time you guys were here? And you're wondering why no one's fucking going to these shows. It's like, why? When I can wait till the day of and buy a ticket for $7. It was a big thing when they, AW started, was they want it to be They said it was cheap, $30, $20. Now it's like $80. The cheapest is like $80. Yeah, Yeah. so like, you're not WWE. So... yeah. Yeah, and it's you would feel like you've booked the venue. You'd make more money selling, selling it, it out for cheaper. Yeah, I just don't understand. But I'm I'm looking at comments, and so many people are like waiting for that day of two for one deal because one hundred percent you guys are gonna do pizza, that pizza. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, yeah. Oh, they have dropped actually now. Cheapest okay. is forty bucks. There you go. Yeah, because the other the other week they were not. They were still like in the eighties. For I was like, like not bad seats either. Oh yeah, they've really dropped now. They have Interesting. to because like they weren't flipping. Like yeah. and that that has to be everywhere. 
Like that has to be in your markets that you're like, oh, they don't like the collision for Danielson and Nakayama next week. It's only got like under 2K sold right now. If they drop those down right from the beginning, you'd probably have a little bit more. It's also easier to be like, hey, I'm going to take my buddies who don't like wrestling that much to a show. Let me treat you. Oh, tickets are $100. You know what? Actually, I'm not treating you. Yeah. Tickets are $30. Yeah, I'll buy you that ticket. It's, it's definitely a lot. And times are still hard for people. Like this. Yeah, this looks like they've only scaled it. Again, this is for Dynamite. I can't imagine all these sections are sold. It looks like they've only scaled it for half of yeah. Rico. Yeah, which is small. And they sold out... Uh, sorry, sold- last time was Rico, wasn't it, here? But they've sold Scotiabank here for... They've sold out Rico a few times, and it's about like a 5,000 arena, and they've got about 3,000 tickets sold. So they could sell it out again if they, if they pushed it. If they pushed... Christian versus Edge, like, this week? You can't, like, that doesn't make sense, though, for, like, TV storytelling to just throw it out now, would it? Have at the pay-per-view, Edge in a promo being like, you fucked me up, I missed this pay-per-view, but in a few weeks we're in Toronto, so how about you face me like a man or Mm. something like that? Either way, that sounds great. Toronto people would be rabid. But again, promoting that would help because... yeah. You know, Edge was just doing the rounds with the NHL All-Star thing, and I'm sure that gave them a bump. But if Edge were there to be like, yeah, and I'm facing Christian, people would be like, oh, Toronto, whatever. It's yeah. pretty cool. But yeah, I, I hope that is what we get. I hope we get Okada and Sasha Be- sorry, Mercedes Money yeah, on that show as well. Probably will. Right? So I'd imagine it's the so. week after the big business. Mm. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I thought Dynamite was fun this week, but not a whole lot of story development like i i enjoyed the random death match we had matt uh, haven main event yeah matt haven. I, I thought it was pretty good but still like doesn't doesn't really develop any story at all like we know he's feuding with roddy yeah and my i mean i think i think orange roddy will be great but it almost felt like you know last year when we had jericho versus adam Cole, uh, jericho versus roddy on tv in a great match that felt bigger than the match that Jericho and Adam Cole ended up having. Right. Like this felt sort of why a death match? Yeah. Like we're having a death match here against his lackey and then probably just a regular singles match against Roddy. Feels yeah, you're bit, right. Feels a bit backwards, but that aside, I, I really enjoyed the match actually. Actually, yeah, I, I, I got into it as well too. Uh, shout out Matt Taven for really uh, diving through that table. On, oh, that on was Wednesday. great. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was some there. There was that match. I'm really not sure why Matt Taven was in the main event in a Texas Death Match for that title, but it was fine. It was fun. Uh, I enjoyed some of the wrestling. I mentioned Dax and Mox, Edge and Garcia. Um, they also had the segment. Oh, they had the Bucks face Top Flight, who were a team that beat them the last time they mm-hmm. faced. So th- there's somewhat of a story there to go back to eventually. But the Bucks in this uh, EVP role, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying it. They're really easy to hate. They mm-hmm. feel very slimy, and they're better as heels, in my uh, opinion, as, as wrestlers. And, like, on top of them being the whole EVP, them growing out the sting-like goatees. Yes. If that's what the, the reason. Yeah, yeah, if that's what they're trying to go for, I, I see them. Uh, but just, I hate them so much for wearing the suit with blood on it still. Mm. It looks so grody. You're walking out there every week with this crusty-ass, dried-up, bloody jacket. I do really like that. And the segment with Tony Schiavone, I actually really liked. I was just 
loathing them. I was like, oh, you need to get your asses kicked. So my like, I think it feels like a big main event. Yeah, uh, it, it feels worthy of Sting's retirement match. Yes, it should be the main event. My one thing, and and maybe they're doing it because obviously it's promoting this as Sting's final match has has sold out this venue. I. I wonder if you could have done it with a bit more of a, you know, like you advertised punk, like you advertised Mercedes, where it's a bit more wink and a nudge. This is going to be his last match because I don't like the story of, oh, we're going to be the ones who retire Sting. Sting's retiring regardless. Like Sting's retiring whether he wins or loses. Kind of like, you know, when Kurt Angle retired and Baron Corbin said, I was the one to retire him. No, you you beat him in his last match. Right. And there's something where, you know, I loved what they did with Ric Flair's retirement tour in WWE, where it's, it's his, the, when he loses, that's it. He retires. Right. And as a fan, you can look at the calendar and go, okay, he's retiring at revolution and you can get excited and buy your tickets or whatever. But it makes it mean more when, the Bucks beat him. But maybe Sting wins his last match and just vacates the title. He could. Who knows? You know, I just I just think it would give more juice to heal Young Bucks for them to actually retire Sting. Yeah. Not it being Sting's choice and he just loses his last match. I totally I totally hear you, but also they maybe they wouldn't have sold fifteen thousand tickets. For sure. So one hundred percent. Like I that's, agree. That's a huge reason why they sold tickets is hey, absolutely Sting's last fucking match ever is this you want to be there. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a double edge. Like no, they I, don't do I enough. They I don't just, do enough of that. I just think if you're like he's on this retirement tour and hey, he's main eventing revolution against the young bucks. Right. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, I, I, I think the way the Bucks are cutting, like basically saying, like we we're gonna beat you on your last out. Yeah. you won't be undefeated. We will like for sure wreck that. Essentially, yeah, thing. Cool. either way, I've, I've been enjoying the. As soon as they shoved Tony Schiavone, I was like, "Come on, guys, what are you doing?" That's yeah, me. Everyone loves Tony. Yeah, so it's cheap heat, and I, I do sure. I do like this this evil EVP stuff. So, uh, looking forward to that. Uh, loving the stuff with Hangman, Swerve, and Joe leading up to that triple mm-hmm. threat. I think that match is going to be awesome. Joe is just so good. I don't want him to lose the title just because I like the way he looks with the title. The way he looks like the kingpin, mm. the evil guy, his running shot, running shit here. But I, I do think Swerve maybe takes the title uh, come revolution. You think Swerve? Yeah. I I have no clue at this yeah. point. I, I keep going... I kind of want three of them. I kind of want sense. Joe to retain, yeah, just for one more. Cycle. Joe, there's definitely more juice in this in this run. Some more juice, but is this the moment you want to go with? Yeah, uh, with thing. With uh, Swerve. I mean, so this card is shaping up. We got the Sting and Darby versus Young Bucks in the Tornado Tag Match. We got Orange versus Roddy. We got the Triple Threat World Title Match. We got to- Timeless Tony Storm taking on Diana, which I actually really enjoyed the. The weird videos. Tony's just been fucking crazy. Yeah. I love the shit that's spewing out of her mouth. But the video, I don't know what it was on, where she's getting the tattoo, like, cover up, the essentially. through it. Oh, my God. That was so funny. So bizarre. I, I, I think it's very strange, but it's totally working. So I'm very into that. Yeah, I, I well. think, uh, yeah, I, I think that match would be good. I think Diona's come in really well. I think mm-hmm. she's uh, already just feels like part of this this company pretty quickly i think she's had some impressive matches and 
And yeah, this story is working. Um, then they also added Eddie, Brian Danielson, as we mentioned. But mm-hmm. then something added this week. Konosuke Takeshita taking on Will Ospreay. Yeah. Whew. I already was like, wow, this card's sounding great. But now you've added this match, which definitely, oversh- like for me, overshines everything else. That's great. You don't need more crazy. than the announcement for this. Um, and, you know, this will turn Osprey a baby face yes. and leave the family. Leave the family right sure. away. Um, whether, you know, do you have the family screw him out? Like, can Osprey lose his first match? Because Takeshita, they've given a lot to recently. And I think yeah. he's someone you could... Uh, depending on who the champion is, I think he's someone you should be pushing into the title picture as well. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah, it was like, oh wow, we're going to that match, but at the same time, it's like, ooh, because if Takeshi loses again, it kind of the stop start they've been doing with him is a bit strange. But either I think way, Spray being screwed to to lose, I think won't damage him. Right. You know, he's so spectacular as a performer. Yeah. I don't think if he loses his first match, people would be like, oh, he's dead on arrival. Yeah, um, especially if it's him like being kicked out the group. Yeah, or like he maybe he doesn't even want to be in the group is kind of what. Yeah, because I'm sure he doesn't want to no. be in the group. <laughs> but either way, that match sounds like it could be a show stealer and match of the year candidate, and yeah, just Rev- genuinely interested in a lot of these matches. Yeah, Revolution. Revolution's looking good. Yeah, it really is. This this is shaping up. I mean, what else do you see at being added to this? Uh, potentially a Garcia Christian Cage. Garcia Christian, I think FTR. Uh, BCC again um, yeah and yeah it would be weird not to have Copeland on the show like, but possibly not yeah. I mean he could return at Revolution you know yeah maybe after the match or whatever um, yeah, An- but I think it's looking good another thing I saw on I think it was Rampage was Sammy Guevara fought Jeff Hardy mm. and broke his nose oh this was nasty we've seen this before with a shooting star in, in wrestling but this looked bad I Sammy mean, just can't be in the ring with a Hardy boy can he yeah, he just like, kills him after the match Matt flipping him off like clearly storyline here but yeah. like this, Sammy Guevara legit has like idolized Jeff Hardy He's been very vocal about how he's been a huge fan of Jeff. So finally got to face Jeff. He did the, the swanton spot onto Jeff, which mm-hmm. is crazy. And then it breaks his nose. You know Sammy's just like, fuck. Almost killed Matt. Broke this and guy's it nose. It wasn't really Sammy's fault either. It was just an accident. It was because Jeff got the knees up. And it kind of it kind of moved him yeah. onto his face. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Unfortunate. But oh, well. poor, poor, poor Jeff. Um, I did catch Rampage this week, and Queen Aminata finally got a win over oh, Anna yeah. Jay and is now All Elite. And I think she's... She's great. She's a great signing. I think she's fantastic. And already, I think, one of the best women in the in the company. So yeah, definitely. looking forward to seeing more from her, because I've been very impressed so far. And then in something that just made me giggle was the Outcasts segment with Soraya and... Is it Harley? Yeah. No, wait, what's her name? Harley Cameron. She's doing the Simpsons bit with the knife, yeah. the spoon thing, and then just like starts slapping Paige in the tit. Yeah. I was dying laughing. I don't know what the fuck this character, from what we've seen from her on screen this past year, she's done some weird shit, but yeah. is she does make me laugh, yeah. so I'll give her that. And Ruby's now left the group, it seems, yes, and is having a date she's with, in love. with Angelo Parker. So right. God bless them. Yeah. Rampage. Rampage, baby. Yeah. 
Wow, I even watched Rampage. Yeah. I sk- I skimmed Rampage, but as soon as I saw her pull out the spoon in the night, well, I've been on in, in on Friday night, so I'm like, yeah, okay, oh. Mr. Rampage. Yeah. Rampage reviews right. coming soon. Exactly. No. <laughs> Rewind a Rampage. So that was uh, everything going on with uh, AEW. Yes, Revolution is in a few weeks, and we'll be uh, chatting about that. It's on a Sunday, so I, maybe we won't do a show that day, and I don't know what we'll do, but. I'm not doing a show after Revolution. That's yeah, it'll be, be like, like one a.m. One a.m. One a. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have I think some friends over and, mm-hmm. and watch it. So we probably won't do a show the day before. But next Sunday, when we go live at like three, we'll give some preview and predictions yeah. and stuff for Revolution the following week. So there you have it. Uh, any anything else? I think that's it. I don't think so. I think that's that's good. We've covered it all. The yeah. Rock's vest. To Jeff Hardy's broken nose. Mm-hmm. We've chatted about it all. Uh, appreciate everyone hanging out in the YouTube chat there today. Love and appreciate you fine folks. We'll be back on Tuesday on the Post Wrestling feed chatting about some NXT. PoisonRana.ca for the links of everything that we do. Give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, at PoisonRanaPod. And check us out on Patreon. Five bucks to become a friend and support us creating this fine content for your ears and uh, would love some thoughts and opinions on our recent Nation of Domination profile show. So let us know what you think. And family members, world champs, I got a few messages from some of you that I missed. So thank you letting me know. And uh, not too late to sign up to become mm-hmm. a family member because then you could pick some stuff for us to review. Like I mentioned, we got The Crow coming up in some reviews and some other picks out there. So appreciate all the listeners out there. And uh, we'll be back. We will. We'll be back very soon. We're actually going to be trying something new as soon as we finish recording. Later today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We have not mentioned this, but we should. We are attempting, for the first time ever, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yes. One of our friends... Knows knows that we love wrestling, and we're it's kind of like our weird niche Mm -hmm. thing that we like. And he always brings up that he likes Dungeons and Dragons. And our friend, his wife, is always like, oh, you know, he loves that stuff and this and that. And I think one time we were out with them and he said, oh, you guys should give it a try sometime. We said, yeah, that'd be fun. Fast forward, it is officially happening. We are going to attempt Dungeons and Dragons. So follow our socials in the next little while because uh, I don't know what we're about to get into, but... Yeah, he's going to have to explain a lot to us, I think, because I don't really know. I'm a draconic sorcerer. That's about all I know so far. Called Steve. I I don't even remember what I I told him. I want to be a space cowboy. And he said, that's not really involved in the game. And I was like, but I want to be a space cowboy. He asked what race I wanted to be. And I said Mexican. And yeah, I don't. He's like, no, no, no. Do you want to be a dragon? And I was like, yes. Uh, So I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons, except I've seen... Stranger Things, yeah. and I've seen that one community episode. Yeah, so that's it's going to be it. very interesting. So no, it's, it's going to be fun. Tuesday we'll maybe uh, chat ex- about that. Yeah, <laughs> if we survived. Uh, so appreciate everybody. We love you. Thank you very much, everyone in the chat. I see you there. Thank you. I am at the Bray D on Twitter and Instagram. Go give me a follow. And I am at Davy Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And. Uh, Oh, we got to talk about uh, Scott Demore. Uh, apologies, Scott Demore, but we're out of time. Oh. All right, next week, Tuesday. Tuesday. Ahoy! <laughs>